Welcome everyone, welcome to Bedlam and Discord. The chaos that will happen tonight is undescribable. Mainly because of what happened last week. Partially because of what happened at the end of our last season, uh, which you can find over on Bedlam and Discord. Uh, but I guess the big reason there's going to be a lot of chaos, folks, is that these four players have shown up once again. That's right. I may be Nathan the DM, but just look at what is happening. There's just so much happening already. Um, let's get let's get back on the rails briefly, shall we? Jared, it's time for my close-up. Hold on, who's oh. producing this thing? Yeah, Jared, Jared. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Just always wanted to say that. Look. Here we go, folks. <clears throat> North of the Cloud Peaks, along the Coast Way, sits the small city of Mehran. Night has fallen, and the lanterns around the city are doused one by one. Mayor Gunderson looks over a small packet of information from a land he's only recently learned of. Their trade proposals and culture intrigue him, and he looks forward to days shrouded less in darkness and more in the light of a world coming together. Down the street, a lean gentleman in his twilight years steps out of the tavern, pulling the shutters closed. There was a time when he would have waited another hour or two in favor of the extra coin in his pocket. But that was back when the mountain seemed less looming and more inviting. Funny how he thought the mountain inviting at all, considering what he left behind in those peaks all those years ago. With a final glance at the full moon climbing above the slopes, he turns inside and bolts the door behind him. As he turns toward the fire, a low howl reaches his ears, and a chill runs down his spine. God's help, whoever's out there. About a half-hour ride out of town sits a small ranch on the brink of chaos. The sheep pen is stirring as the flock huddles along one side, pushing against the wooden posts in hopes of escaping the shadows creeping towards them. Five sets of glowing eyes pierce the darkness as, the, as a pair of hulking figures rise to two feet. Glita... Fresh from a dramatic dinner, has crept outside with a prank in mind, and has found danger instead. Folks, it's time to roll for initiative. Are we just gonna roll into this, huh? We're just rolling <laughs> just in look. But now it's time for everyone else to impact this game. Ick, I'm gonna start with you. What is your initiative? Eight. Eight. Perfect. Tano, how about you? Sixteen. Sixteen. Darn. All right. Let me go to Hacy Jane. I got eighteen. All right. Ooh. There you go. And then there's Galita. I got ten. Ten. Okay. I am now just gonna really quick. Let's see. Uh, boom. 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 Okay. Oh, I gotta click a couple others here. 
Oh, that's not gonna help. Maybe it'll be. Look, the great thing about when you when you roll initiative is that the story starts being told, right? Okay, so we've got the the banging, amazing music on. Uh, Jared, if you want, the map is also ready for you. As I have rolled initiative for all of my beings. Then I'll just push this button. Boom. There you go, folks. The wide ranch on which we stand. Now, if you notice uh, up here, we've got our manor, our ranch manor right there. Uh, Could you see that? Did did you guys see a little magic happening? Maybe I need to, uh, let's see. I'm gonna try. I need to make sure I've got my settings right. Boom. Well, part of it is Boom. it could have not been framed up. No, I think I was up. I was up there. It's not coming it through for some in. reason. It's all. I need to. I'm. Yeah, we saw it earlier. Let me try one more you know time. Let me, let me just, see. Let me just refresh. Let me just give Why don't refresh. you click that refresh button? All right. Where's there a button? What's this button do? <laughs> this button doesn't do oh, anything. you were moving something there. All right, I'll just refresh. All right, just refresh. Refresh. Uh, we're, we're professionals, okay? Yeah, we are. Ready, uh, refresh. We, need, we know exactly what we're doing. All right, hey, yeah, there's the magic. All right, folks, ah. you see up in the house there, we've ah, got yeah. right here, you, we've, we've got some NPCs that'll come your way, but this is where you are. We've got Hasey Jane went up to your room, and the boys went up to their room last I heard, and Glita came right out into the open. We also have our menacing horde right there. So just to give you a heads up, that's what our map is looking like. And first up, we have one of these howling creatures. They will use their turn to edge your way, Glita. Uh, I gotta make sure I'm doing this right. Let's see. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) Um, Now, because they... They are gonna move their full movement to you. I think I need to do this. Let's see. Oh, boy. The logo's kind of in the way. I'm gonna move that. <clears throat> okay. They have moved 80 feet. They are heading your way. Next up, from the bunkhouse, you uh, you hear a voice call out. Wolves! And good friend, a half-orc barbarian that you recognize comes jogging out into the fray. You You would recognize this as Zog using your dark vision 
uh, one of the ranch hands that met you on your drive back into the ranch. So Zog seems to be out in the fray. You see him wielding a uh, quarterstaff. You see him just wielding and spinning this quarterstaff. And as he runs, you see, like, from a distance, you see his speed pick up. You just see, like, him roar out as he runs into battle. You think this guy is ready to go. Next up is going to be this guy right here. Another one of these sets of glowing eyes starts coming your way. Now they are only able to make it that far, but you notice that it is one of the bipedal wolf creatures rushing towards this party. So it looks like we've got a little bit of time still. You're not in the thick of it just yet, but slowly but surely they are on their way. Uh, now, Hasty Jane, Hasty Jane, you just heard a howl very close by, and you would have heard, I would think, from from your room, you've got the window right there, and this this voice in the dark, it's, it's very quiet out here. This low voice, I think, I'm pretty sure that sound, like the lower notes can carry farther. So, you heard this. Wolves! What do you do? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I will try to run out to the front. Um, okay. Run out so the door, we don't run out down the stairs. Great. So I don't have the full layout of the inside here, uh, but I'm going to get you out the door, and you're going to take your full movement. I'm going to say it'll take you 25 feet to get to the stairs. Now it'll... Now we're gonna go down the stairs. And I think you have as a halfling 25 feet of movement, am I correct? Yes. All right, so you are at the base of the stairs going as fast as you can to the front door. You are on your way. Um, next up, uh, steps out the elf that you all would recognize as he walks past uh, the the entrance to the bunkhouse. He pulls an arrow and uses it to ring uh, what's almost like a dinner bell right there. Uh, But you can tell in this scenario, you just feel this sense of alarm coming from the bell just to alert everyone all the more. He draws back his bow and fires it at the nearest wolf to him. Wow. 
Well, these NPCs are going to just help you right off the bat because this guy just crit. Nice. So uh, that'll be a D8 plus, uh, let's see. Wow. This guy with one arrow, <gasps> this this closest wolf, Glita, that you saw rushing towards you. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, mid-stride, slumps to the ground. Uh, for those that haven't tuned into Bedlam and Discord Odd Jobs before, we play a special set of rules that when you get a critical hit, <clears throat> if you're rolling a D8, then you will automatically get eight points. Instead of just rolling the D8s twice or doubling it or anything like that, it doesn't feel like a critical hit if you roll a one and then another one. So what we do is you automatically get eight, you roll again, and if this dice gives you seven, like it did, you you got 15 before any of the modifiers. So it is, uh, yeah, it was quite the, quite the hit. Uh, from this, from the bow of this elven archer. A wolf corpse is lying in the in the grass, and this spurs on this other werewolf across from you, Lita. It is going to move towards you at its full movement, I'm gonna take away five feet of its movement because it just wants, it just bounds over this fence to head as directly towards you as possible. Now the sheep, I didn't put in every single sheep because we did that once for a game. And boy howdy, if it wasn't the toughest thing, selecting each sheep. Uh, so let's just, <laughs> as a group. Immersion. I'm so sorry. Uh, look, see this magical area right here? There's just a bunch of sheep running away from a werewolf. Ah, ah, exactly. There's there's a little sound effect for you. He said werewolf. Look. Not wolf, just he said werewolf. Yeah. Where? Like a bipedal wolf creature. Come on, folks. Like I know you're smart enough. Uh Am I? Tano. I guess we'll find out if you're smart enough, Tano. It's your turn. Uh, Tano will go, God dang it, and will rush out of his uh, room to go out the door as far as he can. Great. Uh, so you get into the hallway there. I'm pretty sure this is the route down the stairs. Now, your movement speed is what, Tano? I think of four, three, uh, 30. 30? Okay, so after... 50 feet, I'm going to say 50 feet right there, and then, actually, if we if we adjust this, about 60 feet, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the opportunity to, if you want free action, to open the door. You can get to the door and fling it open. I will fling open the door. All right, Tano so the door saying, is now, yeah. And Tano saying, I'm trying to sleep. There you go. I also love that West Wolf Esquire is here. 
Uh, saying Perfect. the wolf nice. always gets the bad rap. It's true. It's true. I also love how Lita gets all the love because Darth Zany did a five dollar donation. Give him another Yay. freaking roll. Give him lucky. <laughs> it's nepotism, right. damn it! <laughs> Yay! I'll take it. There you go. Yeah. So you've got a, you've got a, an extra D six on an upcoming roll. I also do want to say that Wolf Eyes fifteen has followed and Kitsu seven two three subbed. So thank you so much for the follow for the sub. Thank you. Uh, look, the, the I think a lot of the language went out for this show that we had some wolves coming in, some werewolves, uh, and we just brought the wolf pack. It looks like to uh, to root them on. So we'll see what happens. Uh, if hey, for any of you with a uh, with wolf in your name, or if you just like the idea of the wolves winning. Uh, remember those same buffs you can give to me, the DM. So, uh, that could be some fun right there. Um, all right, moving on. Tano has made it open the door and let everyone know that he's just trying to sleep, which I think is so fair, Tano. I think that is so fair. Uh, right. Oh, that's right. You are. He was exhausted because earlier this morning in game, he vomited everywhere after a night of drinking. For those who haven't been here. Oh, wow. Yep. This is going to be great. So uh, yep. I'm going to have this wolf jump this fence and take five feet of its movement away as well. Uh, and then oh it's going to be able to jump the fence again uh, and get just to the other side. So these wolves are pouring in. Uh, lining themselves up. Glita, you're out here. I believe you had a bunch of glitter in your hand when you came out. I did. Did you not? Okay. Yes. I did. What is it you do with all that is around you? Uh, oh gosh. She's going to... First look at the, the wolf with the arrow through its head, and she's got the glitter. She's like, oh my god. And she'll look at the one that's closest to her that's just hopped through like this the other part of the fence. And yeah. uh, with with glitter still in her hands, she'll say, um, this didn't have anything to do with what happened at the picnic, did it? And she will um, just drop the Dang it, just drop the glitter on the floor and she's gonna <laughs> pull her her spear. No, her javelin, I'm sorry. And um, is that that closest wolf, is he or she uh, within 30 feet? Uh, according to the measuring feature here on Encounter Plus, on this diagonal, 36.7 feet away. No! I will move. I will move that additional seven feet. I mean, if you come, if in. you come in, yeah, if yeah, you come yeah, two squares closer, right there, uh, you are now. Yeah, you're you're well within range. You're twenty five feet away. Okay, um, then I Ethan, will. You should know that West Wolf Esquire uh, donated. 1,000 bits <gasps> to give you a lucky... Oh yes. my gosh! West Wolf Esquire! It's because it's wolf. 
Boom, baby! Wow. Look, Westwolf Esquire, you may not know, but on this network, years ago, I also played a werewolf. So, like, we're just vibing tonight, and I love it. I love it! Okay. You want to throw your javelin, is that, that right, Glita? Yes. Fire away. Okay. She's gonna, as she um, rears back with the javelin, and she said, uh... I'm sorry about earlier, but you were kind of interrupting our picnic. And she throws the javelin towards it, uh, and that's a 22. Does that hit? A 22 will hit. Yes. Okay. I will roll damage. You're seeing... Why is there two of them? Oh, wait. Sorry. I'm looking at the wrong one. That is nine points of piercing damage. Okay, uh, you throw this javelin and it buries itself deep, deep into this wolf. Um, you think, you, you see a, a, a large splurt of blood come out the side of this wolf, but it is, uh, it is enraged. And oh. so, yes, a splurt. I did say splurt. 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 Pretty sure that's perfect description for what happened with the blood. Uh, can Glita? Can she, as a bonus action, draw her draw her her um, great sword? Yes. Yes, you and may. And say, um, "Don't bleed on the sheep. We just got them here." Don't bleed on the sheep. We just got them here. Well, there. there Glita stands with her sword in hand and uh, her missive to the enemies. Ick, you are up. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> there's a lot, a lot of noise happening. Yep. Uh, did I hear the exclamation of wolves? You may not have heard, from your point back in the house, you may not have heard wolves, but I think you would have heard the bell. Okay. Um, I will run. Uh, Ick, Ick jumps out of bed, uh, throws on his, his duster and his hat, uh, grabs his crossbows, uh, kind of shoulders through the, the doorway, mm-hmm. um, and right across the hall into... The, the door that's on the other side that gives me a window that presents kind of the front of the house. Okay. So I imagine uh, so I'm, I'm kind of second floor looking out over things. Yeah, we're going to say you come out here into the hallway and because if you went in, uh, I'll, I'll use the magic again. If you went here, you would have the front of the house blocking you, right? Right. If you went right there. So we're going to move you over... Uh, along along the landing, and uh, up here, uh, you actually uh, y- you enter the room right across. Uh, there's a small room right across from the master suite. Um, it looks to be the study uh, where a lot of the business is done. And you push open the window and look out into the darkness. 
you do see some shapes. There are there are uh, a number of uh, lights spilling out. You know, we do have we do have light coming out from the doorway. Uh, but picture this as as nighttime. As uh, so, it would be a little darker. In fact, let me see if I can. Dun, dun, dun. That's too dark. Oh, oh, oh that got so I got dark. dark vision. Haha. <laughs> I see John that. Cena. That's about that. All right. So, um, that's where you are. But I'm gonna see. Let me see if I can add a light source for you, because you do have. You would have an extra little bit there. I'll look into that. You have gone, though, nonetheless. And I was trying to get to that uh, before your next turn, just to add a little bit of the light. But that is that. In fact, you know what? I'm actually going to... Everyone just just pretend that we see that. Because I think right. it'll be easier for the fans to see uh, the map <clears throat> itself. So you're saying if they're down kind of in the yard looking back up at the house... I see the silhouette of a man in a duster with a hat, uh, maybe a little light reflecting back on him, and just his his under things and a jacket with Holt standing in yep. the window with two crossbows. All right, that's all I want. That's exactly what they see. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for that picture. That's all in our brains Are now. Are you wielding crossbows? Heck yeah. Jesus. All right, this wolf is going to forego a total of 10 feet of its movement to bound over and get right. <gasps> yeah. Nope. It's going to get there. It's going to get right there. They're coming for you, Glita. Oh, no. Uh, and now... Uh... You've got, from behind you, Ick, you hear a light set of feet running. Uh, they... Your feet? They <laughs> push past you, jump onto the ledge, and then jump out the window and as you see the back of Henry Lou two foot something changes you watch as Henry Lou two foot transforms before your very eyes into a large well let me let me paint more of a picture maybe his ears begin to elongate and the curls of his head from underneath burst forth large antlers his torso elongates and as his hands reach towards the ground you see them turn into long slender legs with cloven hooves landing on the ground below you you see an elk in all of its majesty bound toward the danger. 
You made Hasty Jane's boyfriend a were deer? No. I was just clarifying. <laughs> was she Bullying aware of this? I guess. I guess we'll find out. Uh, let me really quick double check the stats of the creature elk. <laughs> so he used his movement to get to you. Uh, and then he's going to actually wind up being right back. We wind up right back there is where he is. Um, as he bounds forward in this elkin form. And Ick, you're... Um, I don't know. Are you shocked? Are you like... Uh, you're like, oh, that makes sense. I mean... I saw it was clearly Henry Lou before he kind of leapt out there. You, you, yeah, you recognized, <clears throat> you recognized the red shirt. Spells. I mean, I know spells are a thing that exists. I'm sure I saw some weird shit in the war. Uh, we're gonna keep an eye on it, but <laughs> we'll see. Oh, guys, I don't know if you knew, but Scott Denuso's dad was an elk. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess team elk. Italian for elk. Uh, Lucas Martinez wants to know if Henry Lou were still wearing his hat when he transformed. I want to know uh, too. You, as he as he jumped out the window, it kind of flew away in the wind. In a majestic like slow motion, you just see the red uh pearl button shirt flapping in the wind as it transforms into this like the the coloring of this elk. You know how the elk can have like a uh, more of a, a lighter brown along its torso, but more of a chestnut face and hindquarters. The torso of this elk is more of a red, thanks to what you what looks like a, a nice little bit of a, a a semblance of the shirt he had been wearing. So it's an attractive um, elk, southern. Oh, it's so attractive! Elk. How much like? To have the hat kind of land and roll in front of Hasty Jane. <laughs> um, just, just curious. I'm gonna roll a dice. Unless, I mean, unless you're like, how much does it cost for someone to just randomly donate right now? I just, I just want Hasty Jane to have the hat there. In case it goes bad when uh, I shoot him in the head. I mean... Wait, 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 wait. wait. Watch your face! <laughs> Watch your face! Watch your face. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say for dramatic effect, the hat catches the wind and lands right on the doorstep near near Tano's feet. And Hasty Jane, from her perspective, would be able to see the hat because that's just cool storytelling. <laughs> wow. Uh, so there's that. I'm really glad that we got like Henry Lou rolled a two on initiative. And I'm glad he came at the end so that we could like build through this whole thing only to have a big reveal. Uh, that was, guys, it's the dice. What did I tell you? The dice tell the story. Now, it would be a certain wolf's turn, but that wolf's carcass just continues to bleed out because the person who's done the most so far is an NPC elf who just came out <laughs> with a bow and a nat 20. Uh, Next up after that is Zog, who continues rushing over 
and looks like he's going to intercept. Uh, no, you know what? Zog's Zog's raging, but is a little bit smarter. He moves his thirty feet, and he will prepare his order staff for engagement. Um, that means we move on to this werewolf who's going to run up to Zog, a clear opponent, as the werewolf runs up. Zog swings with his quarterstaff uh, with a reckless attack, meaning that he gets advantage. I don't think it will have worked, though, as a total of 10 is a little underneath. Actually, just barely underneath this character's AC. No, AC, not hey theory. Um, technology. Uh, so the quarterstaff will miss against this werewolf as the werewolf comes in against Zog with a multi-attack. The first a bite against our raging barbarian with a total also gonna miss with the bite. This dice. Wow. I'm gonna have to uh, retire that dice as this this wolf, this werewolf, uh, goes to bite, and Zog is able to bring up the quarterstaff in time, and you just see the maw of this werewolf, like, gnawing splinters of wood coming off of the quarterstaff, and Zog is able to twist it up in time as one of the claws bears down, and he's just holding this werewolf at bay, just looking it straight in the eyes. AC Jane, you've just seen a known hat hit the stoop of this house. Uh, and how many feet away am I from outside? Um, like 10, You are 10. only, yeah, like, uh, I'm going to say 15 feet away from being outside. Okay, I would, I would run up and grab the hat and yell, Henry Lou! Uh... And look around to see if I could see him. Uh, you are standing on the stoop right now. You do not see Henry Lou, but you do have the hat in hand. And All right, you see then I'm a commotion to... off in the darkness. Oh, but I can't see actually who's where. Uh, I think. I mean, there there would be a little bit of light spilling out, so you can see, you can see shapes of fam like, you recognize Glita, you see some hulking figures closing in on her, and uh, you would see. I think when it comes to to Zog and the werewolf, you wouldn't necessarily be able to see any distinctions. You just see kind of two shadows engaged in combat. Okay, then I want to pass. Uh, with my wand of fireballs, uh, fireball, basically behind the um, 
behind the the eyes that I see the menacing shapes or whatever, but far enough away that Guida won't have to make a contact. Like here? Like a little further north or up from that. And like back a little bit. Because I can go up to 150. Yeah, so like right there. So here's what happens. And this is me <laughs> fixing a little thing. That I don't. Your character is level four. Yeah. So this is technically a level three spell. Uh, mm -hmm. Which you can only gain at fifth level. The first oh, okay. time you use this, I kind of forgot it, but the way it happened in blowing yourself and Tano up made sense, I think, to the story. You go to use this magic again, though, and you feel your power engaging with the wand, and you just feel like it's not enough. You you want to will the magic out. Um, what I will say is, uh, instead, because of your focus and uh, and where you've aimed it, uh, you and because a sorcerer, this would act as a um, uh, spell. What is it called? A um, spell source. Something a spell casting focus. You can you wind up casting. Uh, fire bolt. So you still cast an attacking spell that will, I will say, hit. You can roll an attack on this wolf. And we'll see if it happens. But you're under the impression that to cast fireball through the wand will not work until you're a little more powerful. All right, let's see. It's... Uh... 10. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you fire with, with everything that's happening, uh, with what you thought was going to be a, a saving grace for one of your friends. You, uh, you were aiming again for, for just this space. You wanted to keep it away from Glita and you wanted to envelop these two wolves with your fireball, and because of that, the aim, this beam of fire just whew, flies, barely missing both wolves, flying in between them and, and harmlessly uh, hitting one of the fence posts across the way. You have just barely missed. Uh, is there anything you want to do with your bonus action, or are you good? I don't uh, yeah, I don't have, uh, at this point, no. Okay. No bonus. All right. Then, you, your turn is over, and we are on to, uh, the archer, who is doing so well, um, recognizing the, the threats at hand, the archer will fire his longbow at uh, at the farthest uh, hulking figure, hoping to stop it. 
in its tracks. He tries to get a bead on it. And with a turtle, yeah, he hits. Um, he hits. You see this arrow fly through the dark. Lita, you can make it out as it enters the thigh of this werewolf coming towards you. And I just need to do math now. There we go. Um, but as, as you see it enter, uh, you feel as if it did not affect the werewolf as much as you would hope. Next up is that very wolf who continues on his quest. Uh, he will move right here next to Glita. And uh, take up arms there. He's unable to attack because of the amount of movement. But Lita has a wolf, a werewolf now right behind her. Tano. Oh my. Tano, okay. How far can I get to the frame in 30 feet? You can get all the way there in 30 feet. How far am I away from E3? E3? I think that's E3, yeah. 40 feet. One current. 40 feet. Um, if you need me to take you at a different angle, to get, do you need to be within 30? Nope. Um, Tano's just going to look over at the uh, creature currently in conflict and says his lovely words... Without war, there is no peace. And give me a wisdom saving throw. No. No. Please. <laughs> okay, fine. Ooh. 18. Wait, let me see if I have any. 18 is going to be what I got. Well, congratulations. Saved. Yes. But you know what? Don't. Hold on. Hold on. But you know what else Tano can do? He can spawn a spiritual mace within 60 feet of his range as a bonus action. Yes. Which he also will. You can't kill Tano. You can't kill Tano. <laughs> so Tano's I like. I can. I just give Hasey Jane a fireball wand. <laughs> <laughs> so Tana's go for like, all right, the hard way, and shoots and spawns a magical mace that just says, I'm trying to sleep upon its flat surface. It will swing 
at this creature. Okay. Oh, does the 25 hit? I would think 25 so. 25 will hope so. hit. Yeah, yeah, I don't do that. <sighs> I just want to make sure. Uh, that'll be 12 points of damage. All right, and you think, Tano and Glita, as you now see this creature... You turn, Glita, and you see this creature eye to eye as it is bearing down on you. And then from the mist comes this gleaming mace that you see. What was it? I just want to sleep. On, yep, it on just there. says, I don't want to sleep on the side of it. And <laughs> now your attack rolls aren't at disadvantage, correct? Uh, it is. I believe it's ability, just ability saving throws. Abilities, yep. Just ability. I'd be broken at one level. <laughs> okay. Um, so it uh, this this mace materializes and just clobbers just right into the back of this wolf, and you hear it growl and look over at Tano, and then look back at you, Lita. This werewolf is not happy. As free action, Tano go, Rig it all! <laughs> and, uh, Raid! Yay! Raid? Raid! Raid! What? Welcome, everybody! Thank you, North Foundry! North Foundry! Hello, hello! Found the North We here. Is it North Foundry? Thank you Foundry? so much. Use that code. said... Norse Foundry, uh, thank you so much you, for joining us. So excited to have you here. We've got KJ Dawson eighty who says hail. Um, that was just their first time in the chat, so I wanted to call it out because I thought it was a good one. Welcome. They hailed us all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. Uh, we also had Nuke Lane who was like, "Oh yeah," uh, which I just picture oh, yeah. Kool Aid Man breaking down the door. Well, wall. Kool Aid Man doesn't use a door. Um, seriously, thank you all for joining us. We are mid-combat as these wolves and werewolves have uh, invaded this wonderful ranch. And, uh, yeah. Tano, after that bonus weapon, or bonus action spiritual weapon, which I only enjoy when I'm playing a cleric, mm -hmm. uh, uh, is, that, is that your turn, my friend? I think that is all my economy. Okay. If that's the case, this wolf is going to drag its bloody oh, no. self over to Glida. <laughs> and it will bite at advantage because one of its friends is right there the pack tactics and with a total of 17 i believe that will hit will it not it is a hit it is a hit and so i will find my dice and i will roll my dice and i will only get five damage on glita damage but Glita has not started raging yet. Nope. And so that's fun. But you know what? Now, 
it is Gleda's turn. She's going to wince in pain. And then she'll look up at the two, she'll look up, literally has to look up at the two wolves, hands on her great sword and said, uh, you're going to be mad that you woke up, Mr. Tano. She's going to bonus action rage as glitter kind of off her, off of her. Yep. And she will the take one a werewolf. swing. I was just going to say, the one werewolf that's behind you, because uh, I don't know that you moved too much forward. I feel like there's that pile of glitter on the ground, and it, like, stepped yeah. in it. And it's actually looking down at this pile of glitter as if it stepped in poop or something. It's like, oh, <laughs> man. Uh, so are you going um, for... W3, or are you going for E3? I think one E3 is, is the one that wolf? stepped in the glitter, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm now mad at that one, and as I ready my greatsword, I will look up and say, I was going to use that glitter! And I will slash upward at the wolf. Okay, roll the hit. Hold on. I am going to use that um, donation that I got earlier yeah. for get some, and I'm going to add a, a D6, D6 to this yeah. roll. So I'm going to do that real quick. Da, da, da. Oh my God. <laughs> I wrote a one. No. <laughs> I wrote is a that one. A, is that a one on the D20? On the D6, because I got to add a D6. Oh, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, for I, a total of 13 is what I rolled. <laughs> uh, as you swing your uh, your greatsword, you do, in fact, find purchase. You do not... Well, I mean, we'll, we'll see with the damage how deep you cut, but you, uh, you are able to... Wait, did to, I hit it with a 13? You hit. You did hit. Oh, okay. Now, oh my, my question is, uh, is your great sword magical? Um, I don't believe it is. Okay, roll your damage then, and we'll see what happens. Okay. Please. Uh, that's 10 points of damage. 10 total points of damage. You oh, don't wait. think it did that no, much? No, I have to oh. add... Don't I add... Plus two melee uh, damage with strength I'm, because I'm raging. Oh yes. So, so you 12. add so it's twelve. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you don't think it did twelve, um, but you did hit the hulking werewolf behind you, grazing its arm and uh, causing it to snarl again in your face. In your face. Nick. I'll try to snarl back. Perfect. It is. Uh, it looks quizzically at you, and uh, I believe that is all. Unless you want to try moving. Uh, I'm gonna stand my ground. I don't know how okay. I feel. Well, yeah, I'm gonna stand my ground. She's mad about the glitter. She's not seeing straight. Okay. Ick. 
All it right. Is uh, am I within thirty feet of E three? No, probably not. No, you are sixty plus feet away from E three. Okay. I'm gonna be at disadvantage on that on that bad boy. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it anyway because why not? Aha. Uh, okay. It reaches back, uh, cocks his his hand crossbow, takes aim, and you guys hear from from the window uh, behind behind like over the bell going. You hear, watch your face. <laughs> As I fire into the to, towards, uh, I guess Gleed is right there, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and you're rolling at disadvantage, so let's oh, see yeah, what yeah. happens here. Okay, so my disadvantage was an eleven on the die, which ain't ain't the worst. Uh, so that modifies out to be a 19 to hit. You were going for E3, correct? Yes. And what munition did you use? Uh, it is just a regular, uh, bolt. Great. Roll to hit, or roll your damage. Doing it. Do it. Max damage, Dragon the Thing's logo. Mmm. Uh, oh, baby. Which is gonna be, I got a math, which is dumb and I hate math, 10, 10 damage. 10 damage, again, you do not think. Galita, you're right there. You you see this crossbow hit the shoulder and you, you would think that the shot that was made, the crossbow would go further in, uh, but you can s- still kind of see a bit of the, bit of the bolt head sticking out as if it wasn't able to go as deep to cause as much damage. But you did uh, continue to piss off this werewolf. So uh, we'll see how that goes with Glita in the future. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know uh, anything else? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Tell uh, me. Talk to oh, me about actually. it. Let's go. Let's talk this out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Actually, mm, actually. I forgot all about that. Um, all right, uh, it's been a hot minute since we played this. I played this character. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Seeing the crossbow bolt uh, not penetrate fully, I'm going to utilize my uh, action surge and uh, whip out my dagger and, and huck my dagger full the full length of the 60 feet uh, at this thing. Uh, now, okay. Will that also be disadvantage? See, that first shot shouldn't have been disadvantage either because I have, I am a sharpshooter. Uh, oh, okay. Well, you to, hit anyway, a, so. Yeah. Um, but I'm going okay. to take a negative five to hit here in order to add 10 to my damage. So oh, yeah, that's a I'll, thing. Hopefully I'll hit, yeah. And I'm oh, not gonna well, go watch your face because it's, uh, it, it's not the cross. <laughs> so. Yep. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, 26 to hit. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Yeah. Or so much damage, not really, but some damage. Okay. I mean, when you add an extra 10. 17 damage from my dagger plus one. Wow. Wow, okay. Uh, so again, oh, wait, it's a plus one dagger? Yep. It's, it's would... Ixol, aside from the crossbow bolts, it's Ixol's sole magic item. Yeah. Now, now that werewolf uh, has it. Damn it. And now the werewolf has it. 
so, because it is a magic dagger, um, I think I, I really like this idea that uh, you hooked it. And because it's a dagger, and like this is like over right at 60 feet, you actually pin this thing's foot to the ground. Uh, you see that kind of like that dog like foot just impaled by this dagger and it sinks to the hilt and you know Glita as this thing you know that Ick has done some damage um <laughs> for my for my movement uh it's not going to be as as fluid as uh Henry Lou uh mm-hmm. in fact like it'll probably be super awkward like I'll climb in and like straddle the sill for a hot minute and then like tumble further so that I'm catching on it here and then like by the end of the point hanging from and, yeah and I'm just gonna drop down do you want to aim for this log pile uh, I don't know that I'm aware that log pile's there which adds to this I think fair enough uh, fair enough why don't you roll me a deck save as you drop one story to the ground Right, we're adding for really. I don't have proficiency in dexing. All right. Uh, how's a thirteen gonna do me? I, I'll allow it. I'll uh. You hit you hit the ground kind of rough. I am gonna say this because you did take a bit of a fall. You lowered yourself. You're gonna take uh two damage. You know that feeling. Like when you've fallen too far and like you're just not wearing the right shoes and the flats of your feet mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. sting and like your ankles kind of feel it for a little bit. You're going to take two damage as as that feeling kind of courses through your legs. Um, but other than that, you made it down without issue. Uh, well, I mean, I got scratched up a little bit. My, my little chest bit. is probably pretty scratched hanging there. Yeah. That's okay. That's it, I think. Yeah. All right. And so you're now, you're just at the, uh, right underneath, right? Right under that window. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. It is now this wolf's turn. The wolf will run up and also try to bite Lita at advantage. Let's see. Can I get above a 19 on the dice? I can when I get a 20. (gasps) Oh, shoot. Wow. Um, yeah. You did start raging. I did. So there's that. Uh, but you're going to take a base 10 cut in half. So hold up here. Hold up. Oh, and then he's rolling double fours on them dice. So 18, Yikes. you will take nine damage. Yikes. Nine damage as this wolf runs in and just grabs you. You've you've kind of turned to look at the werewolf here, and this is this is just a regular old wolf, but this wolf just grabs you by the back of your calf and sinks its teeth in. You're able to shake off a lot of the pain, but it's still like this thing that is like that's just unfortunate, is what that is. Now, this elk of ours. Sees Glee surrounded. Of ours. That elk of ours comes running in 
right there as I pull up my stats for what can happen. Uh, he is going to ram straight into this wolf. Um, and I have to roll the dice first. With an 18 on the dice... Henry Lou Elkfoot <laughs> is going to decimate this uh, this this dude. Um, as I don't think I even need to roll for damage, but I'm now going to roll the three d6 of damage that Henry Lou is going to do. Uh, yeah, eleven plus three, fourteen damage on this. Uh, the wolf, the wolf three here is beyond dead. <laughs> um, and the carcass of this wolf is flung over here uh, <laughs> as as Henry Lou Two Foot just brings up those large antlers and just whoosh, flings the carcass of this wolf. Um. Henry Liu has gotten in on this battle. Now, we also have Zog in the fight still engaged one on one with a um, werewolf. He will hit with the quarterstaff and do a D8 of damage. Uh, it only does a total with his extra bonus damage. It only does a total of four damage uh, because Zog is not using a magical order staff. The werewolf responds. Now, because Zog has been attacking recklessly, the werewolf gets a number of attempts to hit. The bite for the werewolf will hit the claws will miss as the teeth sink in to Zog right on Zog's neck. And with a yell of rage, he boom, knocks it aside, uh, every claw coming his way. The bite will hurt a little bit but not as much as it could thanks to the raging nature of Zog. This will only do a couple points of damage, but the thing for Zog now is that Zog has to do a constitution saving throw. And you see Zog. The reason he hits the claws away is because he roars in pain and you see you see uh his one arm eventually go limp and uh he starts to sway on his feet that is zog and the werewolf hasty jane you are standing in the doorway witnessing all of this um so can i roll a perception check to see if i i gather that it might be Henry Lou. Yes, you can. 
That's gonna be... 16? You're looking at this elk, and you know that pattern. You know that coloring. You're like, that looks almost exactly like Henry Lou's red shirt. And then you see, uh, as, as the elk kind of brings up its antlers and tosses this wolf, it kind of looks back at you, and you, you know those eyes. You know, somehow, you're looking at Henry Lou Twofoot. Uh, Dreamweaver just starts playing in my head uh, as slow motion <laughs> as I see him look back at me with his, with his, his antlers. He gives like the head shake and <laughs> the steam comes out the nose. Oh, yeah. You even see in that moment, for whatever reason, he kind of rears back on his hind hooves and like just does that majestic like slams down and like is essentially saying, this is my land. Um, I would notice, uh, I think I'll, I'll be, uh, shake myself out of it and notice Glita being attacked by two wolves during all of this. <laughs> <laughs> Move uh, forward to, uh, 25 feet and then aim at E3. Got it. Uh, and I will do a ray of sickness. Ooh. Okay. That's gonna be a 12. A 12. You fire off this ray of sickness and you look and you feel like uh, this werewolf looks, sees you running uh, before before you even fully make out its shape. Its eyes are locked on you, and it understands what's happening. Then it goes to hurl itself, just kind of move out of the way, and is trapped by the dagger holding it down to the ground as this ray of sickness washes over it. Roll your damage. Uh, that's gonna be. Well, twelve damage. Yes. Uh, this ray of sickness washes over it, and uh, you see it like double over, and kind of, you know, it kind of has those chills wash over it of a fever, and cannot stand, and then writes itself angry, feeling weak. Uh, you've definitely done damage to this. Um, and uh, is there anything else that you would like to do? Uh, just do the same thing that um, Henry Lou did to me. I'll just like look away and turn back and do that. Uh, as you do the... Have you taken the flowers out of your hair yet? Uh, I was up in the room, so probably not yet, no. Okay. So you had the flowers, but, like, now they... You're silhouetted against the door, but, like, there's a little bit of glitter that's been kicked up, and a few of these flowers start falling around you 
And the elk kind of looks back and is like, mm. <laughs> as as we keep having these slow mo moments <laughs> mid fight. Uh, anything you would like to do after throwing your hair around? <laughs> no. All right. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna keep it moving. Uh, uh, where is it? Okay, the archer. Uh, forest seized, sees Zog kind of stumble backwards, and uh, can't believe what's happening to his friend. Will move up, moving around. And will fire a very. You you see this. You see this glowing uh, beam as he pulls an arrow and knocks it. Um, you see magic fly in as he fires. At this, and you would almost think that he's doing some sort of special arcane shot or something. Uh, and he will hit as the arrow hits this werewolf right in its right shoulder. Uh, the creature is shaken and and starts taking its claws to its face and and cannot seem to fully grasp what is around it you see it confused looking around um let me really quick roll the damage here or oh my gosh this archer is your best friend uh, <laughs> rolling freaking what is that 20 damage overall oh my Gosh. 20 magical damage that also seems to have affected the sight of uh well you know what actually i will say this uh technically it's doing extra damage well no i the magic is woven into the arrow this is where the DM has to like do the math. I think technically the psychic damage goes through, but the piercing damage is cut in half. So instead of 20, it's 15 damage. Uh, but still, nothing to scoff at as the arrow buries deeply in, and affects this werewolf. Um, it is now turn of the werewolf engaged with Lita. This werewolf has advantage thanks to its friend and with an 18 on the die it will um, it will hit you. And I will I will actually say I forgot one component of this. The 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 wolf, the werewolf that was shot with the arrow, claws at its face, 
it looks like it it can't fully grasp its surroundings and then shakes off the effect. It was supposed to roll for that. Uh, and it, it won. <laughs> uh, I was like, that's super. I'm like, moving on. I'm like, that is OP. This dude's just blind now. But no, it shook it off. Uh, Glita, you're being bitten. Yeah. For a total of five piercing damage, you will take okay. that and cut it in half uh, because of your rage. I do also need you that two or to roll three? a constant... Uh, we're going to say that's two. Sorry, we're going to say that's two. I also need you to roll a constitution saving throw. What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Constitution and as you're doing saving that, throw? Nathan's yes. cheating. No, I'm not. Mm, I'm going to add my other d6 to it. Another one? I have one. I have, I believe I have one more, yeah. if the, unless that's incorrect. No, that's uh, fine, that's fine. Okay. Oh. Right, maybe it saves? Okay. If you're ready for the number. I am ready for the number. Ten for the Constitution saving throw. As you feel the teeth sink in, you feel a dark presence through your veins and then the claws fall down upon you dealing another it's eight damage but you will have it and you will only take four damage okay so uh, your first damage was two and four so a total of six damage to Glita as this darkness fills her. Tano! Okay. Got a little bit of action economy to do. First thing. Uh, yeah. E3 hasn't moved, has it? It can't. Its foot is pinned to the ground with a dagger. I was gonna get hit with the, uh, the spiritual weapon, which is 18. Well, it might. Oh, well, 18. yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm going to take 13 points of damage from that. Okay, so you swing this mace. The The werewolf, after clawing and biting and coming up, Glita's blood dripping off its maw, rears its head back straight into your mace as it comes forward. And Glita hears this strong crack against the skull as the body goes lifeless at her feet, mangled and twisted as that foot was trapped in the ground with a dagger. Good. Good. In time. Hey, I got I got my thing too. <laughs> Perfect. And then for some reason, spiritual weapon is not a, con a concentration spell. So... Oh yeah, it, it's broke. Yeah, it's mad broke. He's going to cast Guiding Bolt at W1. Okay. 
roll to hit. 20? Oh, by the way, yeah. I did that second level. I meant to say that. I did mean to say oh, that. Oh, thanks. Anytime. All right. Um, and it's going roll to your take damage. 16 points of radiant damage. Okay. I will say uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little a, a little DM boon here. I'm gonna say you rolled well, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say you moved about ten feet right here just to give you that better line of sight, because otherwise you're shooting past a giant elk here. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, um not Henry two elk. Uh oh yeah, but just so you know, that bolt of light uh hits the wolf square in the flank and you just see it see it pierce this radiant energy just pierces through the wolf as it drops dead now what else are you going to do to ruin my game <laughs> and then Kano is going to look to his left and cast a shield of faith upon our barbarian friend it says learn to move out the way you idiot Rather than like being woken up. All right. So now you have shield of faith. Well, now hold up here. I don't think action economy. Spiritual weapon. Don't think acts as a to attack with it because it hasn't moved. I don't think acts as an action. I think it still acts as a bonus action. To you, as a bonus action on each of your turns, you can well, move it right. and attack. You're right. I apologize. I saw only move, but I did attack, so I can't do the sanctuary. That would have been way too broken. I do apologize. Yep. That's all uh, right. But you still you did will... way too much. Yeah. Um, I will still say, learn to move out the way. You idiot. Cool. Uh, that is Tano's turn. Uh, it was gonna be one of my wolves, but that wolf is dead. Lita, it's your turn, and there's no... There's not a single creature right next to you. There is another one still engaged with Zog. W3 is down, too? Yeah, Tano was Yeah, they're all down, okay. Um, how far a- away am I from E2? You are, uh, 40 feet. Okay. And which, which wolf did it have with my javelin in it? Uh, that would have been... I believe that would have been W3. Am I able to maybe bonus action? You, I'll use my some of my movement to walk over to, to W3. Bonus action, can I pull that javelin out of the body of W3? Yeah, you can do that. Okay. And for my action... Um, once I pull the javelin out of that wolf, I would like to throw it at the remaining werewolf. 
throw it o throw it. Go for it. Okay, she'll rear back. Uh sixteen. That will hit. Roll your damage. Uh, as it flies through the air, she's watching it. She's hurting a little bit. Um, eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. You do not think you did that much damage, but uh, you do see the javelin boom, graze by and, and rip a piece of this werewolf's flesh off. As it does that, I'm going to say, Get some! There you go. Get some. Okay. Well, next up is Ick, who just awkwardly climbed to the bottom of the house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because because Ick's amazing, and that's that's what he does. Um, yeah. He's awkward at all the time. Uh, <clears throat> well... Based on this, uh, the the grayed out ones are your dead ones, correct? Yep, bunch of carcasses. All right, well I will take my thirty foot move forward uh, towards Zog, I guess, uh, and try to. I'll take one shot at uh, what was that E two? You, you guys, said thirty you guys feet of movement, right? Uh, you guys yeah. once again hear the uh, the sound of watch your face and the, the twang of the the hand crossbow fire off. It's an eighteen on the die, Nathan. Oh, it's going uh, hit. Yeah, it's not. This is just a regular regular thing, though. Uh, I should have taken the damage thing. Uh, ten damage. Ten damage. Yes, sir. Did, uh, and you said that was a regular bolt, right? That was a regular bolt, correct. All right, so that, again, doesn't seem to pierce the flesh as far as you might have hoped. But... Um, and then okay. taking a look, mm, really only bleed is the one that's been, been damaged, I, I guess. Um, I'll, just, I'll just load another bolt and be ready to go. That'll, that'll be it for me, I believe. Got it. Well, Henry Lou, two foot, is going to see his friend hurt. And feeling that you all have this under control, Henry Lou, in the most graceful way, you, you almost wonder if this sort of thing's happened before. He kind of runs up and lines himself up with Zog and lowers his head and almost picks up Zog onto his back and carries Zog out of the way, leaving this werewolf on its own. Zog begins to drip with a cool sweat shivering fighting with his rage uh, you see him you see him punch himself in the leg to just keep going as uh, 
he rides off with his boss. This werewolf takes off. Stands right next to Tano, the only one, uh, the one nearby. Has he seen all this radiant light pouring forth from you? Sign of good in this darkening land. And he will attempt to bite you. I know, I know that my odds aren't great. I understand that they're not great. Everyone which has is why to I'm gonna, which is why I'm gonna use that. I gotta use Ooh, my uh, go win crit gotta use my lucky. He's uh, gonna win crit do it. And that is a natural twenty. And that is a God, natural damn. twenty. Oh my god! Oh my god. That, that is a natural done. twenty. <laughs> that is a natural twenty on the bite. That is a natural twenty on the bite against Tano from my werewolf, which is no. all I wanted out of today. Come on, where are my wolves in the chat? Where are my wolves okay. in the chat? <laughs> Come on! It's okay. Oh, oh my, my goodness. It, okay. Perfectly okay. It's gonna be fine, guys. You know, it's gonna be Where's my good D8? Where's my good D8? There it is. Tano. I, uh, I, if you, there's almost no, if you drop him in one round, that'd be amazing. Um. Okay. So it's not. I did, my good D8 didn't do what I needed it to do, but that's okay because it's still. A total of 13 points of piercing damage. 13 points of piercing damage. I'm going to really quick just roll my dice to see if I can hit you with the claws. Oh. Will a... Will a soft 20 hit? Yes. Yes, it will. Okay. Okay. Let me continue on my streak. As you take... Ugh, not great again. Uh, but you take six more slashing damage from this <gasps> werewolf. That's not a little. And I, I need you... Yeah, it's... I almost did half damage to him. Almost. Um, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, let me make sure. Stop turning that, my friends that, into and you have, And you have disadvantage from your exhaustion. <laughs> I let me just make sure I'm not failing. I rolled two twos. So here's, here's a total of seven. Hano. Mm-hmm. A beacon of light. You... <laughs> Yes, yes, what would Scooby do? Worst night's sleep ever. You feel <laughs> this evil course no. through you. A darkness the likes of which you've never felt inside of you before. We've got some uh, some werewolf bites going around. Wait, the like werewolves? Lita. I don't know how many times I need to say this, folks. It's werewolves. One of them, actually, the one that's left standing looks over at Glita and says, Hi there, my little springberry. Ah! Uh, Just kidding. This is not here. This is not here. 
Uh, <clears throat> where is he? Uh, but what we do have is a Tano, who's not feeling so good, a Glita, who's not feeling great. Look, Zog isn't doing that well either, but he's being helped away by his boss. And it's now on Hasey Jane. Hasey Jane, you just saw your old flame go rescue one of his ranch hands. And then you see... What, maybe a recent flame? I don't know. I, like, I, how do we... I, I, I feel like there have been things said about Tano, like, like a will they, won't they? Maybe there too. She does, but, does uh, love his little hairs. Yeah. You might. Are you muted? Yeah, you're muted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you just saw you just saw your Tano get bit by a werewolf and scratched it up. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, I'm going to attempt Ray of Sickness again on said werewolf. Shall I? Shall I move you over so that you may get a uh, a straight shot without hitting your boy? Yes, that'd be great. Thank you. Of course, of course. Well, let's see that sick Ray. Uh huh. Oh, a twenty. 22. 22's gonna hit. Why don't you roll that damage? 15 points of damage. Wow. That's not a little. You, with a little bit of rage inside of you, seeing Tano bit by a werewolf, step alongside him and focus this beam of sickness this green, like, life-sucking. You see, like, as it flies over the grass, it begins to wither a little bit. It loses a bit of its hue as it blasts into this werewolf. And uh, once again, you see, like, this this achiness, these chills fall over uh, this creature. And it is not looking good. It is not. Do you do anything else with your turn? Yeah. Uh, I, I just, uh, you know, I yelled at Tano, don't go into the darkness, Tano. But like, don't go into the darkness, Tano. Like that. Okay. Don't go into the darkness, Tano. Don't go into the darkness. As we go to the elf whose friend is being carried away now turns on the very creature who hurt him. Um, He's shaken with everything he's seen and, and tries to like check on his friend being carried away as he draws and tries to quickly fire an arrow that whizzes just past, just in this poof. Off into the darkness, you hear it um, fly past, but no purchase as we get to Tano. Tano, this creature is right in your face, has bit you, has filled you with this darkness that you're supposed to stay away from. Uh, 
DM is yes, hello. is missing uh, spiritual weapon a free action? One moment, and let me tell you. Probably. I feel like it is, but certain spells. Um. Certain. It doesn't say it. That's what I'm asking. It doesn't say it on there. It doesn't say how free it is to make it disappear. Is it concentration? Nope. It is it's not. It's the most broken thing. It Maybe really there. <laughs> um, you got a fifth party member, Nathan. Actually, it's Nathan, James. actually Nathan, how far <laughs> is my spiritual weapon? Can I bring it to 20 feet? It, it's, it's right about here, I think, is what we said. Which means yeah. that... Ah. Uh, that's... It's a, that's a tough one to sell for me. That's I mean, it's 25 feet. You could get it close. Um, I'm looking at Spiritual Weapon right now. Just to see. Feet. Yeah, it's 20 feet. Um, uh, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it just exists for a minute is the thing. Pretty much. So, that's okay. Tano who feels this darkness course through his skin. Feeling pain, true pain, since the last time he saw a giant monster, will simply put his hand on top of the werewolf's head. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He will say, Messed up now, boy. You messed up now. He's gonna cast Inflict Wounds. At second level. <laughs> wow. That's an 18 on the die. That would do it. Roll that damage. That'd be 24 points of necrotic damage. Yeah, touch him. <laughs> well, yeah, so I'm just going to say, I mean, like, you reach out. Your hand. <laughs> You've done messed up, and there's a moment of confusion, and then this blackness, this this total absence of light. There is darkness all around you. Minor lights coming from the house and the the bunkhouse, but somehow every bit of light is gone where your hand meets this werewolf's head, and. The eyes, the pupils just shrink as the face becomes sunken in the very, uh, the lycanthropy form wears away to reveal this human and they fall to the ground dead. Uh, actually, Tana would like to hold on to their hair and kind of keep okay. them up as he's very angry <gasps> right now. <laughs> okay. And then I'm going to say I'm going to say even Yeah, I'm going to say he grabbed him by like one of his ears, one of those like mm -hmm. wolf ears, and as they fell out of form, it turned into like a long lock of hair and so you're holding them from their hair. 
Uh, where is the last one that's still fighting? That was the last one. That was it. Oh, okay. Tano's just going to stand there and look at them. <laughs> well, um, you, you do. You look at them. And we are now out of combat as you all um, you all begin to look at the chaos around you. The sheep are still milling about in the pen. They've worked their way over to on the map. It's right about this area just with all the fighting that's happened along this edge. All the sheep have moved up here. And the elk uh, quickly runs over to the front of the house and as they reach um, as they reach the stoop uh, gently lower going down onto their almost laying down Zog steps off and the form of this elk shrinks down to Henry Lou two foot who is almost taking a knee and then stands up and with a very commanding nature looks back at Orist. Hold up, I gotta find the voice. <laughs> uh, grab cookie. Burn the bodies. I'm going to check on the ladies inside, make sure they're okay. Everyone else, if you're hurt, come on in. We'll, we got a seat to you, but none of us is staying out here one moment longer. And he kind of, as silly as it may look, puts his arms around this large half-orc and just kind of holds him up, walking him into the ranch house as Orist puts away his bow and whistles towards the bunkhouse. Cookie, the chef, walks out. And the two of them uh, begin uh, going towards the bodies. Is there anything you want to do before you go inside? Get, get my, my dagger back. Okay. Uh, you walk over, Ick, and you pull the dagger out of this werewolf's foot. You also do have, I believe, at least one bolt in their body if you want to try and recover it. It's just a regular bolt. Eh. All right. Uh, Ick, why don't you roll me a perception check while you're there? Oh, gonna make me roll a thing I'm gonna fail at. Mm -hmm. No, you're not. Believe in yourself. 17. 17. As you look down at this body, um, I mean, you, you notice you notice a coin purse. I, I will give you that off the bat. Um, but what you also notice as, <laughs> as this form too, as the fighting has stopped, has gone back to that of a human. Um, uh, a, a young man with sunken eyes, uh, thinning hair, you don't think, from the looks of it, you would have said that this might have been a 
a, a hermit of some sort. Uh, this person didn't have a home. Um, but on their arm, on their forearm, you see that same marking that you've seen time and again. You saw it in the butcher's shop. You saw it under that inn in those caverns. You've seen this marking before. Um, well, first I'm going to slip the uh, coin purse into my into my jacket pocket. Um, Alrighty. Well, we, we determined that that was the, the deity of or the symbol of the gang. <sighs> right? The Yes. I'm blanking on the, uh, blanking give... on the game. Yes. I am trying the to pull that up of, as well for uh, you. Abid... Heralds of the Apocalypse. Heralds of Abomination is what I have. Oh, Abomination, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ab- Abomination. Oh, I just can't spell. Okay, got it. Uh, <laughs> I just can't spell. Um, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll casually, as if looking around uh, just to to make sure things are okay see if the other the other werefolk have have the same kind of symbol upon them mm, yes uh, you go so you do note that three of these corpses are wolves just wolves but the other werewolf uh, you investigate, and yes, that there on on the bicep this time. That's that's the same symbol. Okay, okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt. Um, I will kind of just gather my things because I'm still just in, you know, underwear, hat, and a and a jacket. Um, <laughs> make my way back. It's better than boots and a blanket. It's true. It's true. Um, I'll hold that information until hopefully in the morning when the group of us are riding back towards Ataraxia. Uh, We'll talk about them. All right. That's my my plan there. Um, I will, uh, of course... I will say, did I, I don't know that I said this out loud, as you had gone over to the other werewolf, you had uh, found another coin purse as well. I'm going to assume that you cut that free as Oris. You got to the body uh, just before Oris and kind of uh, motioned. Oris grabbed one of the wolf carcasses instead as you investigated for this marking. Um, you're you're now all inside unless there's anything the other three of you wanted to do. I think Glida would try to recover her javelin, see how if it's in okay shape. Yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, you are able to do that. Um, and then she'll walk over to Hano, and she'll try to assess. His, he's obviously upset. She'll try to tuck on his free hand to try to get him to come inside. Miss, mm. Mr. Tano, I think we should 
we should listen and let's just go back inside in case any more come. Mr. Tano? Tano will simply release the head of his fallen victim. He will just look down at Glita. Alright. Um, and follow them back to the house. Nathan, does Tano know what happened? With the bite? Yeah. I will let you do an Arcana check or a Religion check. I'm gonna do Religion, even though our, he's not good at either. What? Uh, His, I would also <laughs> allow History, but uh, equally bad. Fourteen uh, Religion. <laughs> it's not a smart man. I mean, I would think that as a part of the church, as uh, as a cleric especially, you would have been informed about curses, and and therefore may have. I think you would understood. Yeah. Yeah, wanted to make sure he knows he's cursed. Yep. But with uh, kind of this thousand yard stare, he'll just limp his way back <laughs> inside. All right. Uh, you make your way inside. For those of you that do, um, you see that um, Henry Lou has carried in Zog to the sitting room and put him on uh, the chaise lounge and is uh, yelling out to uh, the woman you've seen in the kitchen and the other woman that you know would have been helping with some of the cleaning. We need rags in here now. Bandages, hot water. Um, and they are they are quickly working each um, in a in a house coat and robe or yeah a, a, a dressing gown and house coat, um, slippers on their feet. Clearly, having been uh, roused from what was them going to bed. Um, Zog is squirming as if a, a, a fever is overtaking him. Um, um, can I pull Hasty Jane aside? Yep. Not like out of the room or anything, but I just want to be like, yeah. hey, hey Hasty, uh, did you know your boyfriend is a were elf? Uh, oh, I thought he was dead. I just I saw his hat, and then, and then I saw the hell. Yeah, yeah, that's that's something that I would have liked to know before entering into a business deal. Um, just for future, uh, any other bows or does, I guess, because you're into the deers. Uh, I said I didn't know. I'm a, I mean, I will tell you, I'll let you know in the future before I know. That, that's all I'm asking. I say, watch your face. And I just push his face away. <laughs> watch your face! Um, as, as uh, the women come and help, 
with Zog. Um, Henry Lou kind of looks back to the doorway and, and sees AC Jane uh, pushing Warwick's face away uh, and just uh, stands up and calls out, AC Jane, you all right? Yeah, yes, yes. Were, were you hurt? Were you, were you bit at all? No, I'm okay. Um, but Tano was bit and Lita. Uh, he his eyes get wide and he runs to the door where I'm, I'm assuming the two of you have you know started eventually making your way in and gestures he he begins to look over you and it's like all right come in sit down sit down quickly quick about it um, he points to a couple of easy chairs and and again um, runs over grabs a bandage dips it in the hot water and you know it, it goes to Glita first and. All right, now this this is gonna sting as he lays the, the hot bandage on you, trying to clean out the wounds. Ooh. Now, mm. I've heard stories like this before. I I don't know everything about it, but sometimes bites of this kind they just affect people more. I we'll do whatever we can, but I've seen some people just shake it off. I've seen others succumb to something or heard rather, but. What do you mean? Uh, how long? I'm gonna read. You go ahead, hey, CJ. How how long do you know? How, what what do you mean more than others? What? Well, I, it it all depends. I, I I don't fully understand it myself. It, it's these damn mountains. Something's been happening there, and I just it's stories. All right. I was just thought it was a bedtime story. Something to. Keep us from sneaking out at night and going off to have fun, but no, these these horrors exist. Lita's going to look at her her wound as he's bandaging it up, and she's going to start sniffling. Be like, but, but I don't want to look like I don't want to have big long ears like a wall. I, I don't want that either, but. Where is the deer? What? The big one. Yeah, while while uh <laughs> while he's tending to wounds, I want to be like just like checking out any exposed skin for tattoos and <laughs> being on the DL about it though. You know, oh, you want to be on the DL about is. it? You know how it how much you roll is stealth for me? Probably enough. Yeah, not great at stealth. <sighs> See how evil this guy looks real quick. <laughs> uh, unnatural twenty. Oh, uh, okay. That that's enough. He's focused so much on everybody else that um, he uh, he doesn't see you very obviously. Like, well, I guess not obviously. You rolled a good stealth. Uh, he doesn't see you trying to see if he's got any tattoos anywhere. Um, uh. But uh, Henry Lou continues. He's like, "Look, I, I, I sure as sure as heck don't want you looking like one of them either. I think y'all are just fine the way you are." But uh, look, if well, and he looks at you, Tano. He's like, "I'm happy to go hitch up the horses and the wagons and take us all into the town for a doctor or something." But 
you're something of a cleric, ain't you? Yeah. Just give me one second. As Tano's like holding his wound and like just seems to be really lost, he just slowly gets to his uh, feet and carefully paces around the room, weaving between everybody as he casts Balm of Peace. So let's do this. Uh, Ick, you're going to get uh, 12 points of healing. Lita, you're going to get 7 points of healing. And then Hasey! 12 points of healing. And this does not heal Tano. So Tano, because we're out of combat, we'll simply cast... Um, cure wounds upon himself. <laughs> Did you want to? Okay, so that was twelve. Oh, yeah. to he Ick. also twelve to Ick, uh, seven to Glida, twelve to Hasty. I will also walk by homeboy that's on the chaise lounge. Okay, and give him um five, six, eleven. Right. And uh, in case. Uh, <laughs> Two to four feet. Um, two to four feet gets uh, fourteen points of healing. Great. Did you uh, and and uh, what did you give yourself there? Uh, what was that roll? It was a bad roll. Oh, what did I roll? It was a bad roll. I'll just call yeah, it one. Um, Nine. Nine points of healing. Nine. Okay. All right. It could be worse. It could be. All right. You, you begin to heal, and <clears throat> Henry Lou looks around, and um, he, he begins to see the wounds closing around him. The blood isn't flowing as strong as it had been before. Um, but Zog... In fact, you notice that Zog's wounds are closed entirely. And yet, there is still... He has a fever. And these chills. And Wendy, uh, Glida also is beginning to feel these things. And Tano, you yourself. As much as you've just healed... Henry Lou, uh, yeah. If if I understand what you're talking about here, um, Glita, Tano, and Zog will become unnatural demons of the night because they were bitten. Well, is that how you became your your weird deer thing? Do you no, do you know a way I, out? I I became. No, I. Something that's not talked about amongst my family as much is. Well, we've, we've got a part of the family that is more attuned to nature. It's one of the reasons why we ourselves are so good at shepherding. Um, we often raise our flocks for wool and the like. 
sustaining them, loving them for just about their entire lives. Um, now there is a certain point where we have too many, we got to sell them off and it ain't comforting what may be done to them then. We hope the best, but um, I, I, I am at one with nature. And, uh, well, oh, I'll try and use oh, that I, to help out as best I can. All right. You, you're one of them druids. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, and have you been a druid long? And I, I look at Hasty Jane. I mean, it's been well, a couple years now after I went. After I left from Am, came over the mountains and, and began spending more time out here on my own, listening, just focusing on what was around me. Okay, so so then you would know how to. Uh, okay, let's put it this way: Who do I got to kill to fix these three? Well, hopefully nobody. Uh, look. Uh, with any luck, there could be someone in town that could help. Um, either the doc or, I guess, honestly, what we probably need is a cleric. Um, might cost us a bit of coin, but... And he looks around and he, he looks outside where... where and he actually goes over and, and draws the shades and... Um, he goes out the door and just yells... Orst, close up these shutters and, and then get yourself in the bunkhouse. Um, and not a moment later, you just begin to hear the sound of shutters closing on the first floor all around the house. Um, he looks around, he's like, this ain't, it ain't common for these things to happen this far out from the mountain, especially so close to town. But if they've already hit here, who knows what else is out there tonight? think if we just take the night maybe a good night's sleep would do it i i don't know if what they have is gonna change them or if it's just gonna need a bit of rest but in the morning i say we get up and first thing first light we just we just let her bug into town and uh see who we can find because going out now I, I i we can try it if, if that's what you want to do we can try it we can try and get to town and wake someone but let me let me let me put it this way henry lou uh you have your your sheep you have your flock you take care of me look after them uh well these three here they're my flock uh and i'm gonna go into town i'm gonna get the doctor or i'm gonna get i'm gonna pull the clear or the priest right out of this church bring him right back here if that's what required all right uh done this he life. looks to all right all right all right he looks to the <laughs> he looks to the the two women and he says watch over them and he said he looks to glita and tano and says you two best stay here at least that's what i would reckon but again he looks up at ick this one's already trigger happy. And then he looks uh, to Ace Jane and he says, 
Now, personally, I'd rather you stayed here too, because I don't know what's out there. But I ain't oh, no. gonna I'm stop going you with... from doing anything. Yeah, I'm going. This is my best friend. These are my best friends. I'm going. <laughs> well, we need to talk I'm about gonna this. put on pants before we go. We can do that on the way. Bro. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe let's go. Why don't you go put on some pants? Um. Well, all right. And then he he goes back over the door and just lets out a whistle, and uh, you just hear a soft padding on the grass as Oriston Cookie run up, and he just goes, "All right, I'm going into town with Hasty Jane and Ick up there, and that brings back the cleric." Once uh, get get the sheep into the barn, just crowd everything in there, and then lock them in. And then the two of you, I want I want you both in here tonight with them until we get back. Nothing gets through this door. Nothing gets through these windows. I don't want anything else hurting them. All right. And then you see yours, of course. And the two of them run off again into the night. You hear the sheep uh, bleat a little bit as they are shepherded into the barn um, as, as you're hearing this uh, eventually you also ick after you've gotten dressed and prepared a little bit um, the the horses are slowly brought around ick you've got your your horse brought to you and you know your pony uh, we've also uh, got Henry Lou's pony brought around and saddled. <clears throat> uh, Ick, really quick, because you're going to have a little bit of downtime, I'm going to give you this little bit. Uh, you are able to quickly open up the, the coin purses and look to see what's going on there uh, you find uh, 120 gold pieces you find a bone whistle and you find a mysterious looking clockwork device okay 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 Uh, I'll I'll ponder over the because if I recall it was it was what it was a half hour into town or something. Uh, that's yeah that's yeah that's at a, a normal kind of right steady pace. Yeah. Um, I'll probably concern myself with the items after, but the gold uh, I'll throw into my my. Actually, I'll throw it into the shop funds with the intent of using my gold plus shop funds to pay for any treatments or anything that's needed. All right. All right. Um, you do that. Uh, as, as the horses have been brought around, Henry Lou uh, has gone upstairs. Um, he had kind of been rushed out of his room. And he comes back down, not not in a bright red shirt, not in um, fancy, well-polished boots, 
but he he's wearing a dark duster uh, with a high collar and a hat pulled down over his eyes and the boots are are worn these aren't the boots that he's gone into town in. these aren't the boots that he's gone to meet new workers or clients in these are these are worn these are the boots of a man who has been on the ranch for a long time and with him he's carrying a long shepherd's crook you see just a small wooden symbol hanging down around his neck um he looks to you both as the horses are led to the front of the house and says alright are we doing this? we should no. ride hard we should ride fast that's exactly. He looks uh, to Orist, uh, who's come in with his bow and short sword at his side. Cookie, you see, has a couple of knives tucked into his belt and what looks to just be a, a worn old uh, fencing post that's whittled down a little bit to have a handle to it. Um, he, looks, he looks to them and says, Well... We ride, we ride fast. Any luck, we'll be there in fifteen minutes. Our he looks to you, Wick. He says, "Our our pony's legs aren't aren't as long as uh, your horses, so we'll push them as best we can." And of course, it'll be time spent waking up the, the cleric and making sure they're willing to come with us uh, this time of night. It's going to take some doing, but especially with the way things is. Uh, we'll be back our tops. If we're not back by then. Well, he looks at Oris and he says, don't follow the road till morning. And with that, he looks to you both and says, all right, this is how you want to do it. Let's do it. Walks over and in one smooth stride puts a foot into the stirrup and pulls himself up into the saddle. Let's go! And he puts spurs to horse, whether you're with him or not. Yeah. 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 Tranquility follows. All right. Well, the three of you start riding into town the road is dark and uh, you have to slow down a, a few moments as much as Henry Lou knows the land and uh, knows the the route to take uh, none of you exactly have dark vision um, during one of the moments of slowing down Henry Lou says um, I'm sorry. It might just take us a little bit longer, but I didn't want to draw attention bringing a lantern or a torch or anything with us to guide the way. Didn't want anything drawn out here. Um, 
But then after a moment of looking at he gets his bearings and again, you're off at a, a steady uh, a gallop. You ride and ride and finally you see the gleaming, the soft gleaming of some lights up ahead, clearly blocked by shutters. Let me just... As you ride, you hear the occasional howl in the night. You hear um, grunts of creatures nearby, but you're able to make it to the edge of town before encountering anything in person. And he says, all right, this way, he leads you up to the local church and begins banging on the door. Uh, a flickering light moves towards the windows. As uh, as the door opens, just a crack. Well, y- yes. Uh, who is it? Who, who, who's out there? Church doesn't open until morning. It says, uh, Graham, it's me. It's Henry Lou. We had some trouble out at the ranch. We could, we could really use your help. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, Henry Lou, but you know how it is out there lately. I, I've got me parish to worry about. I got my, my family here. Got people in bad shape, Graham. I got people worrying about me too, you know. Um, I'd like to. I would like to. Uh, is 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 Graham also a halfling, or is he a? What's what's his what's his deal? <clears throat> Graham is a. Uh, Graham is a human, um, but older. Um, Probably around, you'd say, put him in his 50s or 60s. Um, uh, and because of that, you know, uh, he stands a little bit shorter than you. Gray in the hair. Um, uh, a bit of a darker complexion to him. Okay. Um, I'd like to uh, grab the the door uh, and lean in. Just be like, I, I ain't asking, preacher. You'll be protected and you'll be paid. But we need, we have need of your services. Get what you get. Let's go. All right, fine. Um, and you, he opens the door for you all to come inside for the moment. Uh, you see, he's, he's already in his nightshirt. He's like, oh, I'll just be a moment. As he goes back, and uh, you hear a small conversation. Oh, it's all right. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. There's people in Mini. That's it's a part of what we do. Bringing light and life to this place. Don't worry about me. Don't no. Don't worry about me, everyone. It'll be fine. Um, just uh, get, yes. Give me the uh, yes. That'll be good. And, and you see him come back out in a in a thick leather coat. It's short, and um, uh, rough pants. 
and boots, and you see at his side a a mace, not unlike the kind that you've seen glowing that Tano has wielded. Across his back is a leather satchel. Um, you see a, a number of vials with him as he uh, puts on almost like a, a conductor's cap. He says, all right. I guess uh, just, it'll just be a minute. If you can come with me, I'll go fetch my horse. And he goes and uh, leads you back to their small, almost a stable. Uh, it's a bit of a covering with short walls to it. Uh, nestled this far in town, you would think, especially around the church, they don't expect much trouble. And inside, you see... Uh, what looks to be uh, a, a bit of an older horse that he saddles up. White amount around the muzzle and the hooves. And uh, you hear him talking. Well, you know, you thought you were uh, done for the night. We haven't done this little adventure in a while now, have we? And he climbs up into the saddle. All right. I don't know what you all have gotten yourself into. Well, let's see if we can't fix it now. And he starts riding off into the night. I think this might be a pretty good place. I know it's a little bit early. I think this might be a pretty good place to leave our players. As we have three characters plagued by some curse. The other part of the party having ridden into town hoping against all hope to bring help before it gets too late. Uh, only one way to find out what happens. I mean, once again, folks, I, I got through pretty much one paragraph of what I've prepared. Uh, but I think in the best way. I mean, this... Uh, this... This combat worked so well. I'm so glad. I'm loving this season so far. Uh, I, I'm just t tickled to death by it. So, uh, why don't you tune in next week? Uh, oh, wait, actually, next week, I do want to say we're off. I forgot about that. I forgot, and it's my fault. Uh, my parents are coming into town, and, and when that happens, you just gotta, you just gotta see them. Uh, they're getting in on Wednesdays. I know, Jared. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I don't know. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll we'll talk behind the scenes and maybe line something up. Maybe a little a little dat chat, uh, just about the madness of odd jobs or something like that. So keep an eye out on the socials for if that's going to happen. Otherwise, take the Wednesday off and dream of what will happen in two weeks when a certain number of our party ride back into town or from town rather with the cleric in tow. Will these players be saved? I don't know. Only one way to find out. We'll see you soon. Thank you again, everybody. Have a good night. Bye-bye.